You're listening to the Eagle Insider, the Barbershow Independent School District podcast. Barbershow is dedicated to educating, connecting, and inspiring our community. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Eagle Insider. We've got a special guest with you today, and this doesn't happen very often, but this is a guest that I actually got to introduce to myself the first time, right as we recorded this. You right. know, we think of ourselves as a small town, but there are still some of us within the district that just don't interact very much. So please introduce yourself and tell our audience what you do. My name is Amber Young, and I am the Education Foundation Coordinator here at the school district. Yeah, and one of the things I love about our school district is, uh, Ms. Young, you weren't always in this position. You you came from the classroom. So how long were I you did. a teacher? 15 years. I was in the classroom for 15 years. Right. And I love, one of the things I love about that is our district always, or not always, but typically we, uh, we promote from within, which I love. I do like that. And one of the things I also love is that we try to bring people with classroom experience because all of our parts of our campus or district that teach the classroom, we want somebody who knows what it's like to be there, who knows the struggles that our teachers go through. We're all educators. And I think that's the most important thing. We've all had that experience. We know what it takes. Absolutely. And so I'm, I'm really appreciative of that for our district. So if they're not sure, tell us a little bit, what is the Education Foundation? So our Education Foundation is the place that we we house the monies we've gotten from our Chapter 313 agreements. And these monies, we uh, invest them, we grow them, and it's it's sort of like a insurance policy for our district. Uh, we all know, and we've, we've seen it in the news lately, uh, school funding is a hot topic in the media. And so we've got something prepared if school funding were to... Uh, not be as we've always expected it and always experienced it. And so that's the reason for the Education Foundation. We also, uh, within this foundation, we house the Innovative Grant Program for our teachers and staff in our district. Right. And, and I was looking at the website a little bit, doing some research for this podcast, and I've noticed that we have like, I believe we call them the directors or the board of directors. Yes. But it's not just people from our district, but it's people from industry. It's people from our community. Yes. It's a, it's a kind of a, a wide gamut of people who have a vested interest in making sure that our district does well. They do. We've got um, three of the, the largest industry leaders in our community who are on the board, um, as well as uh, several of our other community members. And they are all very much uh, vested in what happens here within the Barbersville School District. Absolutely. So you said one of the things that we do is our a grant program and you you gave it a, a fancy title that I'm going to butcher. So what is it it's specifically called? I think you called it the Innovative Grant. Innovative Grant Program. There That's we go. It. All right. So why why do we have a grant program? So a little bit of process of why we chose to to use the funds from our Education Foundation to fund the Innovative Grant Program. Okay. So why we have this program is to really give our teachers and staff an outlet for research and development. You know, other professions use research and development to create new products or uh, test new theories. And, and this practice really provides them with a conduit for excelling. And it's often the catalyst that pushes them out ahead of their com competition. And so within the confines of public education, uh, we really don't have that opportunity for research and development. We're limited by our budgets. We've got cur curriculum needs and we have other non-negotiables. And so our grant program functions uh, as a place that our teachers and staff can receive funds to implement new ideas or, and or products in their classroom and throughout our district. 
you know, we're always going to need new and innovative ways to perfect our practice in education. And uh, trends come and go and new ideas and products that were once, you know, outside of the box kind of become part of the toolbox of education. And so it's, um, we're always looking for something different. And educators are always adapting. We, we, we've seen this, whether we're looking back at 2020 or even further, you know, we always have to have this ability to change and, and adopt new strategies. And really our grant program is there to provide for any of the novel and out of the box ideas that you could come up with. Absolutely. Now I never want to talk bad about another district, but I've had multiple stops in my education career and uh, not so much here, but in other places, I've I've found that one of the phrases that plagues education as a whole, and we need to erase it as well, that's how we've always done it. And so many districts mm-hmm. live by that. And it, I always think back, if we have always, that's how we've done it. I'm so old that I started teaching with an overhead projector, with the marker. I did too. Right. And so if that's how we've always done it, then we wouldn't have the smart boards or the projectors or that we would have the overhead projector with the marker that you could erase yep. on it. And mm-hmm. I'm grateful for that time, but I don't want to go back to that at all. Right. Right. And see, when I started in education, I actually started here in Barbers Hill. I've never left. Right. I've stayed here. And it's one of those things where, and I, and I have, my sisters are also educators and uh, two of them worked in different districts. And so we'd often compare notes because they would have different experiences from my experiences here at Barbers Hill. And Barbers Hill has always been innovative and top of the line and always pushing for the next thing. And and what can we do to improve? Um, You know, they have a saying, and I think it, the saying is uh, practice makes perfect. Mm -hmm. And I felt here at Barbers Hill, we're like, no, but we're going to have perfect practice. Right. You know, it's, it's a, it's a next level. Right. And so I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that we have an outlet to kind of think outside the box and try to find something that's new and push it a little further and mm-hmm. not be confined, like you said, by the budgets that sometimes are, are what they are because, I mean, kids have to eat and, you know. Yeah, it's public education. <laughs> right. You know, there's, there's red, it's government, there's red tape, and you can't just do as you would in, in any other field where it's corporate monies. That's right. not what's happening here. Absolutely. So what qualifies for a grant? So at the time of recording this, the, this year's grant process, the application mm-hmm. process is already over. But for those looking next year, like what do they have to have to qualify for a grant? Like what what are you looking for? So uh, going back to kind of how I described it as research and development, we're looking for those things that are creative and innovative. They're outside of the box, something that hasn't been done before um, in so whenever we're looking at those items, we're also considering like, okay, is this something that is covered in the budget or would be covered by curriculum? Um, or maybe it should be part of capital outlay or operations. So if it falls under one of those categories of budgeting within the district, then it's not going to be something that we're funding through the foundation. But if it's outside of those parameters, that's what we're looking for, something that is unique and uh, like I mentioned earlier, you know, we're looking for something outside of the box, but it, trends in education come and go, and sometimes it can go quickly, especially with technology involved. So something that was um, new and innovative two years ago may not be new and innovative this year mm-hmm. in terms of, well, 
there's been further advancement, you know, and other things are, are better than what that particular product or idea was. So, um, those are really the qualifiers for it, you know, making sure that it doesn't fall within the perimeter of the budget or what's already provided by the district. And then, um, is it innovative? Right. And last year I actually, I got a grant, uh, accepted and we're actually talking on it right now. So last year, Mm -hmm. my grant was this podcast equipment because we had never had a podcast before we, I mean, I had microphones, but they were used for other purposes. And now we have this all encompassing studio that we're sitting in that we come through. And it's another way for us to communicate with our staff, our faculty, our kids, our parents. And so I'm grateful for the grant process because this didn't come out of my budget. This came out of uh, grant funds last year, which is huge. So, um, when they do go through the process, uh, it, it goes to the board of directors, right? And yes. that happens kind of early December. Tell us a little bit about well, that part of the process. So our grants, so for our teachers and staff, um, it I have the window open for about a month where they can apply for those grants. And then for the next month, it's really going through several levels of review. Um, it's being reviewed by technology. Or our principals and department heads are taking a look at what's being requested at their campuses and departments. And then it goes to a final uh, review committee. And once they take a look at everything and then they make recommendations to the foundation board and then the foundation board takes one final look and approves the funds to be spent. And then we, uh, from that point on, we're, we're ready to have a party. We are. And speaking of the party, it's kind of like Christmas when you get your grant accepted and they come through. Tell a little bit Mm -hmm. about the process when you go and get to tell the teachers your grant's been accepted. Like, tell me a little bit about what that's so, like. I call it the grant prize patrol because what, what I do is I gather community and industry leaders and, um, and they take, they come during the work week and they take a few hours, they meet up and we divide out into teams. We take a f- several bus- buses across the district and we travel to campuses and we just go through and we celebrate those teachers. So we'll go to different campuses. Um, often I've got our cheerleaders and our mascots helping out along the way as well. And it's just a, a great time to go through. And not only are we celebrating the teachers, but the students are so pumped and so excited. And it's a great way for them to also see, you know, that their teacher is doing something more than just in the classroom, which I'm not, the classroom is a lot. Right. I'm not saying that working in the classroom, but what I am saying is it's something that is unexpected. And, uh, I think the kids really love it. And I know that our teachers really love it because when you do get that award and I've gotten them before, you're not expecting it. You're hoping, right? you know, and then when it finally does come through and you, you're awarded that grant, it's like, oh yes, now I could finally try this out. Right. Right. And like you said, the, the kids excitement too, more than once, my kids, teachers have gotten a grant and they'll come home and they'll tell you all about it. And mm-hmm. Miss so-and-so or Mr. So-and-so, he's, they're going to do this and we're going to do this and we're going to be the first class to get it. And it's going to, and they're just, they're just as excited as the teachers put all the work in the process to get the grant in. Right. And it is a lot of work because, I mean, our teachers have really, you know, they've they've worked on looking at all the different products, getting their list together, um, talking to vendors. It is a lot of work to prepare a grant application. So I do appreciate everything that they put into it. Absolutely. Now, there's a question that wasn't on your, on your list. Mm-hmm. When we get to the prize patrol, how much... 
annually about do we give out in grant prizes? Like, do you know the numbers off the top of your head? I mean, I do know the numbers, but I don't want to limit myself by those numbers. Right. So, but I will say this, um, and I've been in this role for several years now. Every year we go beyond what we did the year before. So we don't, I mean, do we look at the number of what's being requested and consider that? Yes, for sure. Um, but it, again, we're not going to cap something, especially if we've got so many innovative and just amazing ideas out there. Let's see what we can do. Right, right. And I love it. It's just a little bit more every year, a little bit more. And, mm -hmm. and that really falls on the teachers and the administrators and the people within the district who are really pushing to try something new, get out there and try something new. Absolutely. So you said you've been in this role for a little while. I, I don't want you to play favorites, but give me one or two that you thought when you went on this prize patrol parade, which by the way, reminds me, what was the guy's name in the eighties or the nineties that would go door to door with the big check and the balloons? Mm -hmm. He's a whitehead fellow. Yes. I oh, I can't think of his name. But if, if you're, if you're listening to this and you think of that guys, that's what the prize patrol is like. They show up at the classroom <laughs> door with balloons and they make noise and the yes. whole bit. And then you get your prize, but give me one or two that you think kind of were just cool when you read it through it and you got to award those grants you're like oh this is one that i can't wait to see in action well this podcast grant was actually one of them because it was like okay well wow we've never done something like this and so this is a, a way for us to um not only get information out to the district but to the community right and i think that that is ideal you know, the, it's an, it's a great pathway for communication. So I definitely thought that this one was a great idea when I read it before we did our awards last year. Um, and my other favorite would have to be the Barbers Hill Unified Show. They did this with um, high school students and our ABLE students in the spring. And it was just phenomenal. I mean, I really, really loved it. Yeah, I, I actually had a chance to be a part of this. So uh, for those of you who don't have a background, the, the Unified Show was members of our high school FFA program mm -hmm. and then members of our ABLE, which is uh, some of our special needs kids at the, at the high school level. But they got to come out and show animals and the, yes. the bleachers were full of kids and parents and people from the district. They're cheering them on. Oh, yeah. They got awards for showmanship. It was amazing. Right. And it was such a cool experience for all the kids involved to kind of the FFA kids to kind of help give something they've worked hard for and really love and give that to another kid and for the other kid to see what it's like to go out and be a champion. And I mean, there were awards and the whole bit and it was, it was really, really fun. Um, mm -hmm. so that is, that's a good one. I, I didn't realize that was a grant either. It was very yes. cool. So, um, for those of you that are listening, ask your kids, Hey, you know, do your teachers have a grant? What's going on? What's something new? And I mean, they're going to tell you about 3D printers and smart screens and podcasting equipment and robots. shows and robots. And there's so much cool stuff that's going on out there. So really get out there and ask them about it. Uh, be on the lookout in early December for our uh, grant, education grant prize patrol. They're going out to our teachers and our staff and our faculty. Um, I'm just so grateful for this grant program and the way that it's another way for us to expand what we do for our, our kids here at Barbersville High School or not Barbersville, Barbersville ISD. Barbersville ISD. And it, it that's really what it is about. Our foundation's mission is all about the students here in our Barbersville School District. And so whatever we can do to enhance the education that they're receiving here, we're, we're on it. We're taking care of it. Right. And there's one more thing I just thought of. This wasn't on the list either, but I'm going to throw one at you because it is funded by the Education Foundation. Can't people make 
donations to the Education Foundation, even if they are not employees? Absolutely. And so we have a website, www.barbershillef.org, and uh, you can go online and make donations there. Um, uh, you could also reach out to me as well. My email is amber, A-M-B-E-R dot young, Y-O-U-N-G at B-H-I-S-D dot net. Um, we would love to have your donations. Uh, we'd appreciate anything. Absolutely. All right. Just another way to give back to our community. Miss Young, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much all you do for our Education Foundation. And uh, we really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. If you need more information about our district, please visit our website at bhisd.net.